Hello, I'm Connie Rotella, and welcome to our Triple Thread Podcast. I'm super excited to begin this journey with all of you. Are you ready to put your best foot forward and show up with confidence? This tool is here to help you evolve into the artist you are meant to be. Just always remember to believe, become, and be ready. Add a new skill set or refine what you already know. So here we go. How do you feel when the going gets tough? And not being able to push through? Or how do you change that mindset? Why am I doing this? The purpose, the passion, the love. I'm in it. I'm having fun. Then I hate it. I don't know what to do. Why isn't this not working? All these questions. Phil, thank you for jumping on with me and having this open conversation with these beautiful Academy uh, artists. My pleasure. I, I love that this started a little bit from like one of my rants my, in the studio, because I feel like one of the things that's not talked about enough uh, is if you're going to become an actor or, you know, whatever you so choose to be as an artist, uh, there's not enough people that have been doing it for a long time in the beginning to tell you like, hey, this is not going to be easy. You're going to have amazing moments and you're going to have moments of discoveries and moments that almost uh, lead you into a rabbit hole within yourself of discovery and things. And that might take you out of the equation when you're trying to act, but like you're going to discover yourself and then you're going to have to rediscover what acting is and then come back to like the basics of acting to be able to like crush all those things that you thought you learned that you need to forget. And it's basically a never ending process. And I felt like when I started, it was because I loved doing it. Right. So you don't ask, these questions, you don't think about these things until it starts being really tough and you kind of just have to um, sit with yourself and reflect about why you're doing this. And I think that was the biggest thing is like, I realized that everybody either was going through this or had gone through this or eventually will go through this. And I think knowing that is a really big thing when you're in this industry, especially if you're going to make this uh, your living, right? Um, and I think I'm in a good position in some ways uh, because I come from acting, I direct, and I've produced, I've done all these different things that kind of touch from different perspectives on uh, these, like, interrogations, you know, as a, as an artist, where do you settle yourself and where do you feel comfortable or not comfortable or where do you want to stop or keep going? And what do you do when you don't feel like acting anymore because it feels wrong for a while? And then you're like, you give it up and then you want to come back to it. Like, is that wrong? Is it like all of these things, right? Those are all valid questions and they all need to be talked about, right? It can't be hidden and it can't all be like, oh my God, it's great. Like I'm an actor, right? It's all fun and games. We suffer more rejection than any other profession in the world. Like that's bar none, right? Like nobody gets rejected more than an actor, I think, in the world. The percentages of the success rates, you know, that you're going to get as an actor, even if you're at the top of your game, it's so small, right? You're, you're talking about like getting 10% of your auditions or 15% of your auditions. And even if it's more than that, it'll be for a little while. And then you have to keep working at it. So you get back there. And so for a while, you might have like 1%. And so these are all things that are really tough. Because if you do this day in, day out, like you realize that you're living with a lot of no's. There's a lot of times where somebody or someone or yourself will say no. And then you'll be 
critiquing that no and feeling like, why was that a no? And why, you know, why, why was I not the person that they chose? And so it's tough because you need to be able to give that up. But to do that, you need to really be comfortable with what acting really is. And what acting does for you and what you do for acting. Right. And I think that's the main thing for me is like, when you decide to do this as a career, you need to eventually let go of your ego, which is like the toughest thing ever. But at least you need to let go of your ego when you're auditioning. And I think that's the biggest thing. Auditioning needs to become uh, something fun that you do almost like you're going to class. And I think once you are able to do that, like basically I'm letting go of this audition. I don't care if I have it or not. It's a great part. I think I could be great for this part, but I'm going to go there like it's a class. If you can do that, then a lot of your ego will step out of that room and you'll be able to play once you get into that room. So that's been kind of like the last few auditions I've done, at least the ones where I'm present in the room. That's been my philosophy and it works really well because you are there. The person who's reading with you will feel that you'll be able to connect with them. And the director or the casting director, whoever is in the room to kind of decide with you if you're going to get this audition or this part or whatever on the day of will be having fun as well because they'll feel like they're really involved and they can throw curveballs at you and you'll want to play with them. And I think that's the key here. Every time I have to cast something, I care about what's on the page, right? I do. But the nine, that's like 5% because I don't care what's necessarily on the page because it might change, right? Like the story, I, I want you to be able to like really fit into the story, uh, get the character. But the words, you know, for me, until it's settled and until like I'm for, we have a real script, uh, okay, even then it can change on the day of and when we're shooting. So what's important is that you're there with the character. You've done the work prior because, you know, you, you come in, you say, okay, I know this story. I know this character. Here's what I'm going to give to this character to have fun with it. And then when you get into the room, play with me. I will never refuse a take from an actor who is in the moment and having fun. And that's the difference for me between like, and I've said this many times, I will remember you and I will always remember you. If I'm in a room with you with five other people and I give you direction and instead of just, okay, cool. And then you redo the same thing that you've done in the first two takes. If instead of that, you're like, okay, I get what you're saying. Let's try this. And you try something different and it works or it doesn't work. Even if I don't, I'm not able to give you the part or even if you're not right for the part. I will remember you and I will remember as an actor that I had fun playing with and that I want to have on my set. And I think that's the biggest thing here. It's the biggest takeaway is that we always feel like when we get into an audition as an actor, this is something that I need to be really good at. Like I need to be this part. I need to be, I need to read the words well and I need to be able to show that I do a good job. But in reality, we want to know how good of an artist you are. You know, how much fun can I have with you if you're on my set? And even if you're not getting the part, everybody reminds, like, it is going to remember you 
for the next time. And I think that's the thing. I've gotten more roles given to me from somebody that I had already auditioned for than roles that I've auditioned for. And this is the God honest truth is that going to an audition with expectations is really tough. So like that's the percentage are really low. But going to an audition is thinking, yeah, this might be a great new person that I meet, a new casting director, a new director, whatever. I'm going to have fun with them. It might be the best ticket, you know, because you'll you'll just have fun. And even if you don't get the part, they might remember you and they might legit call your agent and be like, hey, is Phil available? I have a, a part for him. Uh, last time he auditioned for us, it was great. And it's the greatest compliment you'll ever get because you didn't get the part the last time and they're telling you, don't don't worry, you're good enough for this part. You don't have to audition, right? And that happens when everybody in the room feels like, oh man, this, is, this was something special. And to make that happen, you need to step out of this ego-driven uh, self that we have, which is like, I need to be good. I need to get that part. I will get that part. And that part is mine. And like, if I don't get that part, this is not good because I won't be able to make rent or like I might, you know, my agent's going to drop me because I haven't been getting the parts and, you know, uh, my agent's going to be pissed if I don't go to this audition. Like all these things that are not there for the right reasons in that very specific five or 15 or 20 minutes that you're going to have in that room. You have to think about it as like, this is a craft. This is something that I choose because I love it so much and I can't do anything else. And I think once you decide that that's what you want to do and you can see yourself doing it for free, everything changes because then there's a lot of opportunities that open up. People that are just shooting stuff all the time. Sometimes it's bad. Sometimes it's good. But then you get to also meet other actors and you sometimes the other actors are super interesting and that'll lead you to a different project. And you know, sometimes you'll meet somebody who's doing video games uh, and that'll lead you to a completely different path. And that's super interesting as well. I feel um, having conversations with people in the academy, it's like I'm all I'm doing all this work for what? And then I'm paused and I'm like, I've been doing this work for a long time and I never asked myself for what? So I'm drawn to to understanding uh, why we ask ourselves these questions if we chose to do this as a career I cannot stop dancing because I'm not getting paid right now you understand what I'm saying I love to dance and I made a lot of money dancing around the world but why would I have to stop dancing because I am not getting seen and it's like but this is me it belongs to me and I've always said it what belongs to me you can't you can't rip it out it belongs it's inside me it's my soul it's my life so whether it's acting or singing, you can't tell a singer to stop singing. It's their voice. This is the way they express themselves. And acting means doing it with others, you know? And so you need to find ways to be acting with other people that you respect and that you have fun with and that are as powerful and talented and as um, interested in this craft as you are. And this is why a lot of the big actors are always doing theater work. Theater is one of those things where, yeah, you're not going to make money. You're not going to make money being a theater actor. Forget about it. Not going to make money. But what you're going to do is work on your craft day in, day out. And you're going to get a little bit of money that's going to be enough for you to pay your bills and eat. But you're, you're going to get to 
always be acting, acting crazy characters with other people that are as intense about acting as you are. So when you do get a, a role on set or an audition or whatever, you're starting way ahead of everybody because you're doing this all the time. And most people that are acting for camera are waiting for opportunities. And it's not because they want to wait. It's because they feel like there's no opportunities for them to act with others, right? And so that's a big one. If you can find a theater workshop or group or whatever that you can vibe with and that you can be doing projects, if you really want to be acting all the time, theater is amazing. The other thing is improv. Improv is dope because it gets you to go places where you never thought was possible. It gets you to be quick on your feet, uh, especially if you're not somebody who comes from a comedy background. It'll get you to use your brain in a way that you're not familiar with, which is going to be great for acting and interacting when you're in front of a camera. Directors love actors who can improv because sometimes we feel like, shit, it's not working. The scene is not working. And if I can just tell you, like, you know what, just give me, like, you know, six or seven lines before and six or seven lines after to just get me into the character and get you into the character and see what, what comes out of there. And you can just improv some lines without me, like, trying to give you specific lines. Just improv some lines, and they make sense, and you're in character in the story. Sometimes that'll make the cut, and it'll be the character, the movie, and it'll change everything, Right. So to be able to do that, you have to be loose. You have to be able to work that part of your brain that just gives up on everything and just says like, oh, I'm just going to have fun, right? So improv is really good. The other thing, which is like, you can try to find people who are passionate filmmakers and that want to do short films and they want to work on like things with you filming you, you filming them and like, you know, working with microphones and seeing, you know, how it feels with all of these different lenses and lights and all that. But that's harder to find, especially because it's time consuming and there's you're not getting paid. So it's tough, you know. So the main two things that are easier, more common to find is improv and theater. And so, you know, sitting at home thinking about my agent calling me or me hopefully getting a project is the worst thing for you as an actor or as a dancer or as an artist in general. Right. You need to be to be able to like kick yourself in the ass and just go outside and just find something to do that's, you know, jolting your creativity and making you feel good about like that day. Because if you don't, if you have too many of those days in a row where you feel like you're not creative, not productive, then you start getting into this like black hole that just sucks you down deeper and deeper. And so when you get a call for an audition, instead of like being kind of at the cusp and like ready to play and having fun and just like, you know, nimble, you're like down here. So like, it's hard for you to climb to get there to get to where you're supposed to be when you get that, that audition. So a lot of times you're going to show up to that audition and you're not going to be here, you're going to be here. And the part is going to be given to somebody who's at the top there, you know, willing to work. And a lot of times it's that same actor that you keep seeing everywhere that's getting all the parts because he's so loose or she's so loose, right? She's just like, that happens because that person is just like, yeah, let's just have fun with it. And so if you can just get to that point where you're always loose and always having fun, or at least, you know, eight out of 10 times, 
people are going to remember you. People are going to go like, you know what? This was fun. Let's do this. Let's do this again sometimes. Right. And that's where the acting and dancing and whatever else you want to do as an artist sort of stops becoming something hard and something that you're like hoping works and just starts being, you know, whatever you do all the time. And that's the key. When you're choosing projects or when you're receiving projects, you need to put that person aside and say, am I really interested in this? Do I really want to do this? And I don't care what it is. It could be theater, dance. It could be, you know, a Pop-Tart commercial. It could be a role in a movie. You need to look at it for yourself and say to yourself, do I want to do this? I don't care the reasons. You can do it for experience. You can do it because you feel like the character is cool. I love the story. I love the director. I just want to work with uh, this DOP. Uh, I love the artist. So I just want to be, you know, in this music video. But you need to be the person that says yes. I for sure feel like as an artist, you know, the minute you start reading the breakdown, if you want to do this or you don't. But then you start convincing yourself. You start this, this other part of you that wants to please starts thinking and they're starting to be like, yeah, it's not that bad. Or yeah, I can do that. Okay. Oh, okay. It's Thursday. I had, I had something else, but you know what? Yeah, it's fine. I'll move it. Yeah, yeah it's fine. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I, I know it's a, it's a cattle call for a commercial, but it's fine. You know, they're going to see probably like two, 300 people in two days, but it's fine. No, no, it's, it's cool. My agent, my agent will love the fact that I show up. Those are all the things that you need to stop telling yourself. And those are things that you need to start removing from the equation when you look at a breakdown because it's key that you feel like going to this thing because we have to remember that <laughs> i'm talking as actors here but you show up to an audition and what does that mean you're gonna prep for two three four days sometimes you're gonna learn the lines you're gonna be in all kinds of emotional state to be able to get into character. You're going to, you know, fight with yourself thinking you're not good enough. You're good enough. I'm having fun. I'm not having fun. You're going to go through all these changes and then you're going to hop on to your bike or get in your car or get in the metro, go to that audition room, wait for 15, 20, 30, 45 minutes sometimes. And then you're going to get five minutes, 10 minutes into the room. And then you get to hop onto your bike, into your car or in the metro or in the bus or whatever and go back home and then think about this audition for the next three, four, five days, right? So you need to be able to say, I really want to do this because if you if you go with the idea of, yeah, it's going to be okay, you're going to be the person who's living with this for probably a 10-day period, right? So you need to love this or feel like there's something cool or something that's calling me about this project because if you're not, you're going to regret it and that's when you get back home and you feel like, okay, it wasn't great. I didn't feel like I connected, but maybe I'll get the part. And then you think about it for the next four or five days. And you're thinking, I didn't get a call. I'm not going to get it. Well, maybe I can still get a call. I don't know. Maybe the person that they chose wasn't good enough. So they're going to call me in three, four days. Like, and you're, you're starting to like overthink these things that don't, they don't matter. And what matters is, are you having fun when you show up to the audition room and you're just vibing with people and just there in the room so that in that moment, if it's fun, even if you don't get the part, you're going to forget about it because you're going to be like, ah, oh, this was great. And then you could go home and you might think about this audition once in the next three, four days. And you're going to be like, yeah, that was fun, whatever. 
And that's the key, right? Because if you're having fun on the day and you feel like you're connecting on the day, you've done your job and you've gotten that approval from the person in the room. And you don't need to seek it for days after, right? So that's what needs to happen more and more and more in your life so that you feel like you're not doing this for the wrong reasons. You're doing this because you feel like doing it and you're loving this. And that's how you get nimble and you you get to be able to do this all the time. And that that's when the rejections are not rejection anymore. They're just, you know, times that you get to have fun and to go play as an actor. When you invest in yourself, that investment will come back. And I truly, truly believe that any kind of coaching I get personally is 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 an investment for me that I will be able to bring to whoever I meet or whatever I do or whatever work I do. I believe in myself so much that I keep getting coached. So when you stop believing in yourself and you stop doing the work, this is where my inner voice talks to your inner voice and go, go for it. If you really like it, go for it. That's me speaking to your inner voice. I, that's kind of my magic that I do, but I'll know when that person has no passion, I, I won't push. If I don't talk to you or ask anything, that's because there's nothing to say. It just happens. But if I do believe in you and I hear that inner voice loud, become such a passionate person, I, I deal with only passion. And I just want you to believe in yourself as much as I envision where you can go if only you give yourself a chance. Whenever it happens, it happens. It's not up to you to decide. Let, let the universe and let the directors and let whoever else uh, give you that opportunity when you're ready to meet that opportunity. <gasps> That's what gets me excited all the time in life. I can't wait to meet my opportunity. I'm one opportunity away from whatever I'm dreaming about. Like when people ask me, how do you do it? What do you mean, how do I do it? I show up. I wake up and I said, what am I going to do today? Whether I'm serving or whether I'm giving myself something. Anyways, first of all, I can't serve if I'm not filling my gas, my tank. So my question to you without an answer is, what are you going to do from now till tomorrow, till next week, till next month, until a year from now?